<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. The House of Representatives back in order this week hosting a series of votes and amendments, including an important resolution to stand with Israel as it defends itself against the barbaric war waged by Hamas and other terrorist groups, all sponsored by Iran. The House also passed a spending bill that cuts $5 billion in spending that was passed as part of the Democrats' signature climate tax and health bill, which was approved without Republican support a year ago. There's a lot of work to get done. Republicans have to hold the majority again to continue control of the Congress. Congress wasting almost a month by failing to unite behind one speaker candidate quickly after the ouster of Kevin McCarthy. And now we have some insight onto why it took so long to unite behind one person. Congresswoman Nancy Mace this week came out swinging against former speaker Kevin McCarthy. She called him out for his backstabbing operation. May says McCarthy sought to undermine every single candidate who was put forward, with hopes that McCarthy would again be able to regain the speakership. Well, it's all been orchestrated. This thing didn't need to last through three weeks. So the first thing that McCarthy and his allies did was prolong it and delay it and recess us and adjourn us every time they possibly could to to drag this thing out and make it as painful as possible for the eight of us who held the line and kicked McCarthy out of the speakership. That's number one. Number two, there was a, a concerted and orchestrated effort at the hand of McCarthy that every time someone ascended, they got knifed in the back, including America's favorite Republican congressman in Jim Jordan. I mean, our conference couldn't even elect the, the, the best and favorite congressman in this country, Jim Jordan, because of what McCarthy and his allies were doing behind the scenes and orchestrating his failure. And he did it not once, not twice, but three times. 
And finally, we were able to unmask what he was doing earlier this week. And there you have it. We're all fortunate we have a new speaker. Another major issue the House forced to deal with is the growing threat of Iran. Iran's foreign minister warned at the United Nations Thursday that if Israel's retaliation against Hamas and the Gaza Strip doesn't end, then the United States will, quote, not be spared from this fire, end quote. The representative of Iran learned about fire, his threat, and then U.S. fighter jets attacking targets in both Syria and Iraq in retaliation for attacks on our troops, and also something of a warning for Iran. John, the president said that if Iran or its proxies attacked U.S. troops, that we would respond. So what is he waiting for exactly? He did say that. Where's the response? He said that. And he said that we so will... Repeating the warning is the response? Jack, come on now. It's not what? a question. I'm not going to telegraph punches here from the podium. We have responded and retaliated in the past quite aggressively, in fact, back in March. And as the president said... Uh, we will not hesitate to protect our troops and our facilities, but we're going to do it at a time of our choosing and a manner of our choosing. And the decision to do it, if we do it, is his as commander-in-chief and his alone. The attacks the reporter was referring to, the attacks on our troops who were injured in Iraq and Syria from rocket and drone strikes from Iran-backed terrorists last week. Americans are growing very tired of Joe Biden. Democrats are especially tired. A new Gallup poll has Biden at a record low approval rating among Democrats. Gallup polling has Biden down 11 points in one month. And among his fellow Marxist Dems, he is doing poorly indeed. The same poll has Biden's overall approval rating at 37% and only 35% approval rating among independents. Our guest today to take up all of this and much more, the America First candidate, for the U.S. Senate from the great state of Arizona. Carrie Lake. Carrie, great to have you with us here on The Great America Show. Delighted you're here. Let's start with your decision, first of all, to run for the Senate. Arizona's election system doesn't make it easy for a Republican. Well, thanks for having me on, Lou. It's always um, just such a pleasure to have a chance to talk to you. Um, I gave it a lot of thought. I mean, you know that I ran an incredible campaign for governor for Arizona and election day rolled around and uh, the whole world saw what happened in Maricopa County and other parts of Arizona. And I have spent the last year, almost year, um, fighting and, and pushing court cases to try to get reform in our elections so that all Arizonans can have faith once again in the election system. And I'm going to continue doing that. But I, I really got to thinking the why. Why did this happen? Why did the election, why were the elections run the way they were here? It was very obvious what happened. It was very obvious that the election day was pretty much shut down and people couldn't vote. And many, many people, many uh, hundreds of thousands were disenfranchised franchised by what happened. And I got to thinking why that would happen. Why are they so afraid of an outsider such as myself? Why are they so afraid of somebody like Donald Trump? And it's because we aren't controlled. We are we are truly going into politics um, 
with the uh, with the people on our mind, with we the people taking back control of the government. And that's that's scary to the status quo. That's actually frightening to the status quo. And well, especially so, in Maricopa County. I, I, I can't believe all that uh, has uh, come out uh, as the as your lawsuits have moved forward. I don't understand, and frankly, why the the people of Arizona aren't outraged. Uh, it's it's like a oh, ho hum. Uh, we've got a crooked system. We got a crooked uh, you know governor. We've got a crooked uh, Democrat party. But you know we really need to think about tomorrow. So. Let's move on. Well, I can tell you they are outraged. I, um, I'm i all over the state. I have a great relationship with the people of Arizona, and that's why I'm fighting it. I mean, I've had a lot of people say, just let it go and move on, do the next election. Right. And I'm thinking, are you serious? That's insane. We have to expose what's going on here. And so we're working on it. We have several cases. The fake news media wants you to believe it's all over. It's all said and done and, and it's over and we lost. And we're still fighting and pushing forward on those court cases. And it's been a slog. We're revealing that the courts have issues as well. And we're going to continue. I'm going to continue with those court cases, pushing them as far as we can, because I want to see reform. But it got I got to thinking that if I just continue only in the court cases, um, we're then they've won. They've taken me out of politics because they are afraid of me being in politics. And that is what made me want to jump back in. We have a Senate seat that looks like it's going to be a three-way race between the incumbent, who is a radical liberal, who's now trying to act like she's a moderate independent, which is kind of funny. And we've got a even more radical liberal who's now running as the Democrat for Senate. And we need an America first Republican. So I decided to jump into this to this uh, campaign uh, with the hopes of taking back a seat in the Senate. If we don't win back the Senate, I, you know, they're going to make D.C. a state, Puerto Rico a state. They're going to stack the court and all kinds of other crazy things. And so we've got a real opportunity to pick up a seat yeah. here and take back control in the U.S. Senate. And uh, that's that's why I jumped in to this race. Are you, getting, are you getting any help from the Republican National Committee, the national organization, the Senate campaign committees? Because you've got uh, you got a lot of opposition there in those rhino establishment Republicans who run the U.S. Senate as well. I've reached out to the national um, NRSC and, and they've been um National, that's a senatorial committee. Um, they've been very, really wonderful, and I want to work with them. I, I'd love to have some backup. I'm going to need backup. I'm going up against uh, hundreds of millions of dollars coming from Soros and God knows where else that are going to be uh, pumped into my opponent's campaigns, and I'm going to need the backup. And I've been to D.C. I've met with all kinds of senators. We need more America First senators, and I think they're really excited to support me. And, Lou, I'm going to be really honest. Uh, you know, I, I've called people rhinos and establishment and all of that. But mm -hmm. the sooner we come together as Republicans and realize that we work for we the people and we then we can accomplish great things. I'm willing to work with anybody in Washington, D.C. who wants to secure the border, who wants to improve and fix our economy, which starts with good energy policy that puts American dominance in, in energy um, first and foremost, who wants to help the American family thrive rather than trying to tear it apart. I'll work with anybody who wants to put America first. And so just, I think you just narrowed the number of senators down to a, <laughs> a, a, a piddling few. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I mean, they'll who's wake up. On, who's working on the border? 
who is actually worrying about the American family in the United States Senate? We've got a bunch of monitors, hall monitors sitting there operating as senators and including the uh, the woman you're running against for the U.S. Senate. I, I mean, they make speeches and they talk big. And the next thing you know, uh, another year goes by and all we've got is a, a more experienced U.S. senator who does diddly. Well, and maybe it's because they go there wanting to be in D.C. and wanting to have a long political career. And I don't. I really don't want to. I mean, maybe we can get everything done in six years. Wouldn't that be great? And we should be able to. And that's what I love about President Trump. He showed us that it doesn't take decades to get things accomplished in D.C. We've been led to believe that anything you try to accomplish going through Congress and Washington, D.C., takes literally decades. And, you know, the American people just thought that was how it how it went. And then President Trump shows on the scene like a bull in a China shop talking about all the things he wants to do. And from day one, he started to get busy. He secured the border. He brought us energy independence. Right. We had a thriving economy. He proved that it doesn't take decades to get this done. It can be done in months. And he, uh, he also proved he also proved that if you upset the establishment, if you go up against the uh, politically compromised intelligence agencies, if you go up against the corrupt FBI, Department of Justice and the entire federal government, uh, that you're going to get eight years of political persecution. And you're now facing 700 years in prison uh, for the indictments that have been brought from everywhere, from Fulton County to Manhattan to the special counsel's office and, and the Republican Party. I, I'm sorry. Maybe I missed it. Maybe you can help me. Where was the Republican Party leaders telling uh, the United States Justice Department, uh, the Biden administration to back off and cut the crap? This is a president of the United States that you're trying to, <clears throat> excuse me, that you're trying to, I, I mean, effectively lynch I, and doing it in broad daylight. It's outrageous. It's disgusting. I can't believe what I'm seeing. And I think there were a few people to speak out. You know, President Trump has his supporters that aren't brave enough to speak out. I'm one of them. Um, well, how about I'm talking about how about Mitch McConnell? How about the head of the American Bar Association? How about uh, academics? Uh, right. Presidents of universities, communities, society, societal leaders. I'm talking about not Republicans per se, but Republican leaders uh, in the establishment. Not a one of them has whispered a word. We're talking with Carrie Lake, folks. She We're is learning who's United who. United States aren't we? Senate in uh, in Arizona. We're going to be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
And now we're back. We're talking with Ray Carey Lake, running for the U.S. Senate from Arizona. She has quite a lot going on in court as well, uh, trying to bring, uh, let's say, honesty and justice to the courts and to the voters of the great state of Arizona. We were talking about people standing up for Donald Trump. The reason I was discussing that is that there is a huge, huge price to be paid for going up against the establishment. The Republicans are withering right now in the House of Representatives, Kerry. Uh, we're watching the, the Republican conference of in the U.S. House of Representatives trying to elect a, a, a speaker. And now they've gone to secret votes. They have secret conferences and they'll have more secret votes. I have to tell you, I think the Republican Party, not just in the House of Representatives right now, is in big trouble. And they are this close to going into the ditch uh, in D.C. Your thoughts? Um, yeah, you could look at it that way. Definitely. I, I you know, I feel like what we're seeing is the resurgence of we the people and the pressure that we the people are putting on. And we saw it with the phone calls being made and, and the vote didn't go the way we wanted it to. I was really pushing for Jim Jordan. But look at look at how the people, Lou, have gotten involved. I mean, I was in, out at a, uh, a location not too long ago last week. And I saw C-SPAN was on. They didn't have Fox News on. They didn't have they had C-SPAN on because the people want to know what's happening. And so you can look at the bright side of it. And as ugly as it is, it's like we're making sausage here. But the people have gotten involved in the process. And that is so huge and so important, especially going forward. And that's just going to continue to build. You know, the fact that when I went to D.C., here I am very much a MAGA candidate. You know, I've got MAGA in my bone marrow. And I had a lot of senators who were willing to meet with me and we had great conversations. I think the tide is turning, even though it seems to be a slow process, a painful process. I believe that the people in Washington, D.C. are realizing that the people are waking up, the people are rising up and they're going to have to work to restore the government back to we the people. It's going to take a little more time, but we're in the first part, maybe the second phase of it. And, you know, you, you see many people such as yourself out there who are speaking out, getting folks to contact their lawmakers. And I hope we can get a vote. We've got to get a vote. There's so much work to be done right now. And I'm, I'm really pushing maybe for Byron Donalds. I think he's a great uh, communicator. He's been in Congress for, for this is his second term. I mean, why why should he be what's what are his qualifications? What's he ever done? Well, who do you want? Well, I don't. I, I want Jim Jordan. Uh, I do, too. But Jim Jordan. Well, no, I'm very serious. You ask me. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. I want Jim Jordan right now. Two hundred people in that U.S. House voted for Jim Jordan. They needed 17 more. And after the third round of voting to simply say we're for Jim Jordan. They were voting for Jordan because that's who the people were calling those offices were telling them they wanted. They were afraid to do what they did to him in private, in secret. And after that third vote, they decided to betray Jim Jordan mm -hmm. and they put a knife in his back. And it's and now everybody's going to have a secret vote. But we know the vote was 120 something to 86 in secret. Uh, those congressmen are embarrassed by what their party's doing, their conference is doing, the leadership. And Jim Jordan has been screwed out of the speakership by his own party. Well, let me make it clear. I want Jim Jordan as well. He, you know, he's pulled his name from from uh, 
from this. And now we've got Byron Donalds. I just want to make sure we get an America first, somebody who loves America. And I'm hoping some of these people get primaried. I mean, we've got to get people to jump in who who are sick of what they're seeing and are willing to jump into the political fray, non-politicians, real people getting involved, primary these these folks. Um, I agree. I hate what happened. It was it was horrifying to watch. But I also recognize there were some amazing things happening behind the scene. The people are now involved in the process. We have been in a slumber for decades. The American people have. And now we're no longer in that slumber. And we can thank President Trump and his willingness to stand there and get punched every day by the disgusting, absolutely disgusting media that has done an eight year smear campaign on on a man for having the audacity to stand up and say, I'm going to run for president and I'm going to become president and turn this nightmare around. And he's had to endure that. I've had to endure much the same at a lower level, obviously, because I'm you know new to politics. But I always say this, Lou, whoever the media is attacking the most and the loudest with the most uh, negative stories are the ones you want to be with, the ones you want to follow. And I hope that Jim Jordan will get back in. Um, You know, they always attack us and say, when are you going to try to unify the party? I believe we are trying to unify the party. But more importantly than unifying the party, we're trying to unify America and bring the American people back in, because this is a government that belongs to the people. And uh, it used to it used to. But, Carrie, honestly, I hate to be uh, negative about this, but I sure want to be realistic. The Republican Party, the Republican National Committee has Ronald McDaniel running it. Uh, The Republican Party has Mitch McConnell leading it in the United States Senate. And we've just watched what happened when a MAGA Republican had 200 votes. Uh, He was knifed. Uh, He was absolutely betrayed by the conference and the establishment Republicans, the rhinos. Uh, I I mean, it's outrageous. If we don't as Republicans, and I am a registered Republican, But I see pretty clearly on both sides, uh, if we do not understand that we have got to assure electoral integrity. There's just so much money. You mentioned the military industrial complex. There's so much money in that, not billions, but trillions of dollars in war. And I've said this many times, you know, President Trump is a truth teller and a peacemaker. And there is no money in peacemaking. There's no money in that. And so uh, this is why I I believe this is one of the main reasons why they've been trying to take him out. And they've tried to take out other presidents and other people who are against uh, starting endless wars. We're talking with Carrie Lake running for the United States Senate from Arizona. We're going to be right back with Carrie in just moments. Stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, 
propels us forward and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. We're back with Carrie Lake running for the U.S. Senate from the great state of Arizona and one of four border states. Uh, and uh, we're a country right now uh, that we know that Joe Biden has brought in somewhere. I love this. Somewhere between eight and 12 million uh, illegal immigrants into the United States in the two and a half, a little over two and a half years he's been president. Uh, this is outrageous. We don't know where they are. We don't know what they're doing. And we do know that there are terrorist agents amongst them uh, by the hundreds. Uh, and no one, no one, not the state of Arizona. Uh, the state of Texas is a absolute exception. Uh, California, New Mexico doing nothing. What what's it going to take? Uh, I think that's one of the reasons they had to stop me on Election Day, because I had the, the bold, most bold, aggressive border plan, which uh, allowed for us, the people of Arizona, the, the government of Arizona, to stop what was happening at the border. And I think that they want they need a wide open border for their plan to bring down America. They need the uh, they want to create uh, destabilize America through an invasion at the border. And that's why they wanted to stop me. The states can control and can secure the border when the uh, guarantee clause of the Constitution is being trampled upon by the federal government then we have the ability through the United States Constitution as a state to protect our citizens, Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3. And finally, we're seeing Governor Abbott do that. I, I wish he would have started this sooner and gotten more serious about it, but, you know, it, it, it's, he's finally working on that. But no other state is, and I think that's why they had to stop me. This is, this is by design. Joe Biden came in within hours of taking the oath of office. He pulled back President Trump's border plan, which was effective and working because I'd covered this border for 27 years as an honest journalist and never seen it more secure than under President Trump. And at the same time, he peeled back and started dismantling President Trump's incredible energy policy, which was making us energy independent. And both of those things that he did has hurt us when it comes to national security. Now, all of a sudden, with the energy policy that or the lack of energy policy that Joe Biden has, he has got us once again at the teat of these Middle Eastern countries for our energy needs. That's outrageous. We don't need that. This whole idea of scarcity, we don't have enough oil and gas that we can drill for in America is a lie. It's been a lie that's been perpetuated for uh, decades now. We've got everything we need right below our feet. We need to start drilling again and get the Keystone XL pipeline going again. And he also destabilized us with the border. And so this is why we've got to get President Trump back into office. This is why they're trying so desperately to stop him. It's almost comical what they're doing. You just can't believe it. They're trying to keep him off the ballot. They're trying to indict him. They've got the media attacking him with more lies every day. It shows you how panicked, I guess you can call it the deep state, the uniparty, whatever you want to call it, the swamp the is. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're in a complete panic right now. And it, while it's, it's very much out of control, it's showing that they're losing their grip on power. And so I know that we can get into this moment, Lou, and we can be all doomsday, and it does feel a little bit doomsday right now. But when 
when the enemy is in a panic like they are, that means we're gaining ground. And I don't ever want to keep my, I want my foot down on that pedal. It's down on the floor. And we got to keep going. This next year is going to be critical to saving our republic. If we can't save it in the next year, then, then it's doomsday. And I believe we're gone. I, I want to talk about that. I don't know that we get to 2024, Carrie, uh, because right now the intelligence agencies are in the pocket of the Biden regime, an impaired, uh, compromised, uh, cognitively uh, dissolute uh, president of the United States who basically serves as masters, the Marxist Dems, the deep state, the permanent bureaucracy, uh, the establishment. And the Republicans, you know, it's very nice to talk about we're in a moment of awakening, and I understand that, and I want to be aspirational right along with you, and I compliment you for being aspirational. I think every Republican should be. But I also think there has to be a recognition of reality. They are crushing every person who bucks them right now. They're not desperate. They're in absolute entrenched control of the federal government. And I'm going to give you my very succinct opinion. Okay. Every agency, every department of the federal government is under the control of the Marxist Dems, not the American people. They don't require the consent of the governed. They may, give me one example where they require the consent of the governed. What they require is conformity, compliance, obedience, and that's all. There's no representation for the American people, the middle class of working men and women in this country right now in Washington, D.C., there's great representation if you live in Ukraine, if you happen to be Hamas. Uh, there's great representation if you happen to be uh, perhaps uh, a citizen of the People's Republic of China. But there mm -hmm. sure to heck is a representation for mothers and fathers who want to control their children's education, who want to make certain their communities are safe, and who first and foremost, above all, want their children to do better than they did in this uh, country. Uh, living the American dream. That's just not at hand right now. Well, you're right. I mean, we're, we are in the, I think the most uh, perilous moment in our history. And um, I, I have to keep my hope up because it is uh, a slog right now. And, and I'm being attacked just like President Trump and I'm being sued and I've got my lawsuits and it's just, it's been horrifying at every turn of, of just how far our country has fallen. But I can't help because I'm out there, Lou, and you know, I know you, you, you are doing a great job being fair, putting honesty out, t calling out what's happening in our country. I'm out with the people and I'm seeing something shift. I'm seeing something change. I'm out. I don't think there's another, uh, I hate even to use the word politician. I'm going to say citizen politician out there who, so you're a politician. You're running for the U.S. Senate. Yes, I am. But I'm not. By the way, it doesn't have to be a dirty word. There's very few people out there who have um, as much access to the people as I do. President Trump, obviously, yes. We know that he is totally in tune with the people of this country. I am out with the people and something is changing where a year ago, because I, I feel like I've been on the campaign trail forever. I mean, I ran an incredible campaign for governor of Arizona and right. now I'm on the campaign trail again. And in between there, I've been out talking to the people of this country about the need to deal with this corruption in our election systems. I've been all over the country and something is shifting. There's something shifting right now. People are not afraid anymore to speak out. People are not afraid. Even in blue, I've been in blue cities and the people there are fed up. So there is a shift happening. 
And it's going to take us to rise up and say enough is enough. I don't think they can do what they did at the election in 24 that they did in 22 and back in 20 because the people the American, won't the, American, the Arizona people have spoken. Uh, their representatives in both houses of your state government said they want to withdraw from the election registration database, ERIC, uh, which has been turned into uh, basically a uh, Democrat get out the vote. They pass legislation to withdraw from ERIC, and guess who vetoes it? Katie Hobbs, the governor, who you obviously ran against. Uh, mm -hmm. There, there's the expression of the American people, and there's Katie Hobbs telling them to go to hell, just like they're doing in nearly every other state in the union right now. I, I just believe that there's a reason that they want to imprison President Trump, indict President Trump, uh, you know, put him in jail for 700 years. They're fighting to keep him off the ballot because they know, Lou, that this next go around, the wave of people voting is going to be so massive that they're not going to be able to, even if they try to steal it, they're not going to be able to convince the people that it was a, a fair election if they try to do that. And I, I, I'm just a, a big believer that this next year, so many people are waking up, rising up, getting involved, that no amount of gaslighting will convince the people that Biden beat Trump, not with a wide open border, not with terrorists coming across, not with terrorist attacks that are leading us into World War Three, not with an economy that is is going into the toilet is frankly in the toilet and going to get worse. So much bad news happening is going to wake people up to the fact that when the election happens, they will not accept a stolen rigged election. Well, let us hope so. And let's hope that uh, somebody in the Republican Party has the judgment, the sense, the principle and the guts to make certain that those elections are not rigged once again. Uh, the only person I know standing up right now and doing something about is Mike Lindell. God Mike Lindell is, I, I mean, at his own expense, is bringing people together around the idea of security, as he has for years now, and has come up with technology. By the way, the state of Kentucky, he came up with this black box that detects uh, machines talking to other voting machines. And guess what the state of Kentucky said? We can't permit their use uh, because uh, they might interfere with the machines. <laughs> which tells you right away they can be interfered with. Uh, well, I, that's how that's the level we're at. Carrie, I want to give you the last word here. Well, first of all, yes, I think Mike Lindell is amazing. He is a true patriot. And I understand what it's like when the courts make these ridiculous rulings and the people are going, wait a minute, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals just ruled that I don't really have standing and that they can't we can't prove that the these uh, tabulator machines aren't functioning properly. And, you know, it's almost comical because that's what happened in our in our election when 60 percent of the polling locations were not functioning, the machines weren't working, the printers weren't working. So um, a lot of times it's about winning in the court of public opinion. And I believe that when you look at the polling, Americans are waking up to what's happening with the elections. And that's great news. We first have to wake the people up. And that's what we're doing. And I'm going to continue to fight. And I'm glad Mike is as well. Um, I'm running for the United States Senate because I know that we can't keep going in this direction that you and I have been talking about. We are on cruise control heading right over a cliff, and we may have already kind of gone over the cliff, and we need to pull this nightmare back. And I believe that President Trump, 
is the man to get into the White House to start the saving of America. And he needs to get some backup in Washington, D.C. I will go to Washington, D.C., push an America first agenda. And I have a very loud voice and a strong voice. And I will make sure that we're doing the people's work when I get to Washington, D.C. And I know we have uh, a, a lot on our plate. We have to secure the border. We have to get our energy policy back on track for American energy dominance. That's going to be the way to bring back safe streets and a strong economy because the people of this country, the people of Arizona are suffering. We're tired of it and we need to change direction. I'm running against two people who are a rubber stamp for Joe Biden. Both of them have voted between 96 and 100 percent of the time with the Joe Biden uh, policies that are, are just destructive to our country. They've Kirsten Cinema, who's now trying to act like an independent, has voted with the Biden policy more often than Bernie Sanders. So I'm the only one in the race right now who wants to put America first. And I know the people of Arizona know I will never stop fighting for them. And if they send me to Washington, D.C., we will see a turnaround and we will see America first policies that uh, get things straightened out in, in short order. Carrie Lake running for the U.S. Senate from Arizona. We uh, we look forward to the day that we can call you uh, uh, Senator Lake. It has a ring to it, don't you think? I love it. Thank you, Lou. And I will uh, always make the people of Arizona proud and the people of this country proud. I'm in. I'm not in politics because I like the swamp. I actually don't like the swamp, and we need to send more people to D.C. who don't want to live there and don't want to stay there. And that's me. And I would appreciate it if your listeners could go to CarrieLake.com. You can see more about my policies, what I want to do in Washington D.C., what I want to accomplish for the people, and if they can make a donation. I'm going to be up against a lot of big bucks from some really uh, despicable outlets and people such as George Soros in this fight. And we're going to need the people behind us. Carrie Lake, thanks so much for being with us here on The Great America Show. We wish you all the very best of luck. Thank you. God bless you, Lou. Thanks, everybody, for being here today. Our guest tomorrow on The Great America Show, Judicial Watch's Chris Farrell. Please join us for that tomorrow right here. And join us each and every day for that matter. Follow me on Twitter and True Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. And be sure to go to LouDobbs.com. Thanks, everybody. God bless you. And may God bless America.